and a mouse keep running, running and 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 running, running Welcome to episode 98 of yes. the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. Don't you talk behind me, Brandon. Uh, You're going to get what? people upset. Uh, well, we ended uh, up getting a one-star <laughs> review today on iTunes, and the guy or gal said that basically they tried to listen to us, and we talked over each other constantly. And the funny thing is, uh, I'm reading this, and, and I know that you know that this is a fact that those things do affect me. I, I don't yes, just let it. So, and what they yes. do, they affect me personally, but they We've also changed our recording process. Well, that's what I'm saying. What ends this, up yeah. happening is I start thinking to myself like, okay, what can we do? And, and really the only thing that I can say to this guy or gal and everyone else is that the way that I like to record and the way I've always done it, it also is because I'm lazy, but I don't like to edit to yeah. the extreme, uh, you know, nth degree. A lot right. of other podcasts don't edit. Hate they will get at the yeah, same time. And and so the thing is, I don't have to edit out silence because I just keep yapping. So <laughs> when when we end up doing this, I actually for the last about three weeks or so, I've actually had a, a nagging thing in the back of my head saying that I am talking too much. And there are points where you know I start yipping and yapping, and I, when I go to edit it later, I'm like. Brandon didn't say anything for four minutes because I didn't give him a chance. I'm just talking. So when this person actually said that we talk over each other, it actually made me smile for once because I'm like, okay, I, I was afraid that most people are getting mad because I talk too much. Yeah. Hey, I'll go with me and you talking over each other. So the, the whole idea of this is what I'm saying is I'm too lazy to go through the minutia of editing. And also yeah. we end up and, having And I'm an ex-teacher, so talking over somebody just means you yeah, know, that's it's second fine. nature to me. And I, you know, I have five kids and a wife who gets mad at me again. So I like to talk over people as well. Uh, what I like to do, and this is also, again, I will pull back the deal and tell you I'm lazy. So when it comes done, we're done, uh, you know, doing the recording. And this really is, I mean, at points, me and Eric at the DC side of things, if you're not aware, everybody, we had a 12 to 13 hour podcast each and every week. And this went on for a long time. I cannot sit there and edit out if one person starts talking a little over another person. Yeah. Uh, that's too much. And, and that's... It's led I to actually, some classic moments at the yeah, same time. And I've, I've I've actually, I, I, missed, I missed the point of, you know, having a 13 hour podcast just because people would go to download it and it would blow their minds and yeah. they'd be like, that has to be a misprint or something. And it was every week, every week. And, you know, it's not as long now, but the whole thing, because of that, I couldn't edit that much. And with that, a lot of people commented to me that why they liked that podcast, why they liked the DC one. And now I'm doing the same thing with the Marvel one. I, I like it because it ends up sounding like a conversation. It does not sound like we're two guys at a desk in a newsroom like, hey there, well, it looks like a, a storm cloud coming in. What do you think, Brandon? And yeah. then you jump in and you know, mm -hmm. it's more of you're listening to a couple Bring guys talk about it's things hot they outside. like. Yeah. yeah. So we're not doing it though like a a program that is, you know, I don't know, professional. 
you know, like that handsome, I'm not a handsome man, but yeah. So I, I like off the cuff stuff, but I also like it to sound like we're just two guys that you're listening to uh, possibly at a comic shop. I mean, that would make sense. I don't yeah. play that game though, because I'm an adult. Uh, I'm not going to pretend like here we are at the comic store for this week's podcast. It looks like we're going to be talking about the pull list. We're, Let's go we're in the basement the of list. shield headquarters. Yeah. I don't week. need that. <laughs> we don't need that stuff. Wow. I'm telling you that drives me nuts. If anything, this person gave us a one-star review and stopped listening. What gets me to stop listening is when you tune in like straight from Avengers Mountain, it's Johnny X and the Shadow. And then they start doing it. I'm like, no, 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 you're not yeah. really in Avengers Mountain. I hate to tell you it. That's a made-up place. Yeah, it ain't happening. Damn it. So yeah, my hopes here we are, are crushed. Yeah, it is. But yeah, here we are. Uh, we're here. And yeah, all that is because I got this review that I sent to you right away. And I'm like, hey, look at this guy. We, we now, had there another was, one above it that was five. And yeah, it, there was another guy above down it. every book he reads. Well, not only that, but <laughs> I don't know that you looked fully into that review because that review was it mine? throws shade. It's written like mine. No, no. It throws <laughs> some shade at somebody that you would not really like to have shade thrown at, though. Myself? He seems to call them wrong teen uh. and not wrong turn <laughs> and, and mentions a nonsense horn and i think that basically that review Is that was wrong turn himself uh, you know no it seemed to be like hey i like this podcast better than that dc one because you guys talk nonsense over there and though yeah. so i sat and thought we have a lot of wrong turn on this podcast not tonight i really didn't load up the sound effects so we're not going to have that many wrong turn or anything like that and usually that's a cue for me to you know get a wrong turn deal that's not the i'm actually <laughs> at this moment i'm actually loading up the books i forgot to get the books ready because yeah. this is a professional podcast brandon Correct. you we know try. that's what yeah, we do we really try. once again e- even though it's half broadcast out of buffalo we try to be yeah, professional yeah and it is episode 98 as i said uh and we can be found on the intranets at weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com where we do review all the books this week coming up on the site i have one book one book only it's a little book, that Jonathan Hickman X-Men book. Yeah, that's the one I'm yeah, going to be Oh, you're taking that responsibility yes, on. Yes, I'm huh? taking that for the issue number one. Number it's funny because for Jim. It, well, Brett ends up and he's like, I think either you or Brandon should review that, you know, because that's the hype of the fans. I'm like, the fans? <laughs> what are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. But I said, no, I'll take it. I- I'm going to go about this with the idea of stepping into this, not knowing much about it. And I need Jonathan Hickman to guide me. And I've heard so many things about him that I'm telling you the bar is set high, really high. Uh, it's not going to take the, much for me to limbo. Are the even out yet to no, peak at that? No, we, we don't get that yet. We'll be getting that either tomorrow, tomorrow. or Tuesday. And then, yeah, I'll send it over to you because I will want your opinion yeah. as well. But I'll be uh, reviewing that like now in the meantime. like to through the ones like that yeah. are at the top of the list right away. Yeah. Just kind of peek what the cliffhangers are so Bleeding Ooh. Cool doesn't spit yeah, out so some they don't rumor spoil before. It to you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so what you're advantage. telling me is you're going to get on your burner account, which is Johnny X and the Phantom, and, yeah. and you're going to go and you're going to spoil <laughs> it yourself, possibly. Uh, yeah. no, no, I so, just like when that spoiler comes out, I'd be like, ha ha, beat you yeah, to you it, already suckers. Knew. Yeah. Well, here is the thing that I'm going to 
go on with everywhere you can find us. One would be our Patreon account where you can support us for this show, you know, the two a week, everything we do, and get more and more shows. One of the shows that you would be able to get is the weekly spotlight. Now, last week's spotlight on there was Loki number one and Daredevil number eight. That was Mm -hmm. a good spotlight. I had a lot of fun, and it's mentioned later. Uh, in the mail, I believe by Johnny Fresno, who says that he really enjoyed hearing the Loki review because as we went through it, we became more positive than we were at the beginning. By yeah. the end, we actually were more positive. That does happen a lot, uh, the way we yeah, do things You can talk again. yourself into things sometimes. And, and that's so. the other thing. Again, I'll go back to how we run the podcast. It is a loosey-goosey deal. We do not edit things. So as we're going, there's no set outline. I don't send you an outline. I no. don't have notes. I don't have anything like that so with a loki number one i can go in with an idea and then you might convince me and i'm not gonna you know stay the line and say nope i said it was a seven even if i've reviewed it on the site sometimes we'll come to the episode and you'll convince me of something i'll convince you of something yeah. or even just talking about I'll it be out honest, loud since i somebody. got the new job at work i have half the time to kind of peek at what the scores are before yeah. you know we do yeah, the show so, well, on Wednesday, you know your so score. I'm saying yeah. your own score. Oh, yeah, yeah, and you own. gave yeah. it an eight, you know, you may end up giving it a seven. You may yeah. give it a nine, oh, yeah, depending on something. Yeah, yeah so a, that's I'm the other thing. I'm a finicky person. Yeah, really. I, I think you're more, you know, fickle. Than finicky, <laughs> but we we need a thesaurus oh, no. up there in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so this this past week we had Loki number one and Daredevil number eight. In the meantime, why I'm really spelling this out and why I brought up the Jonathan Hickman House of X is that that is the clear winner for next week. So if you want to hear us talk about House of X, it's going to be a Patreon only. I can assure you of that. The second one does even appear to be Valkyrie number one. So there there's a lot of big yeah. books this week. Uh, but yeah, the two biggest ones in my mind are they those. Any time like coming bad. out of War of the yeah. Realms. Yep, they're, uh, you know, the bad butts seem to be picking those. But yeah, you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science and support us there and then listen to those books. But hey, we're also on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. And if you follow us, we follow you back 100%. I've gone on and on about this. That's my sort of philosophy in life. If you care enough to hear what I have to say, I care enough to hear what you have to say as well. And it's a big, that's that's the Fresh Start crew motto and community. But hey, we're going to get into the books now. See, nobody's talking over anybody. Brandon shut his mouth. I, yeah. He's getting a drink or something, but we're going to start with a <laughs> yeah, book it's that- stuck to my cup holder. That's that yeah. sound you heard in the back. Yes, well, we're going to be starting <laughs> Uh, or ending a series right here it is deadpool it's deadpool number 15 and yeah it's by scott young and nick klein and when we first started the podcast it was one of the first books that we did eric actually reviewed a couple of these books on the thing and some people like i don't even know who this eric is you're talking about but eric did start off the podcast i think he he got to to like like four or five to like no he got to like 15 he really? was, yeah, he was on a lot. And, and, you know, pretty much to tell everybody the whole roundabout way of it, I had decided I was not doing it anymore. I decided that I was done. It was too much. I had too much work to do. Eric's like, thank God I didn't like doing it. And somehow that got me mad. And then also I didn't want to say to you that I was quitting. So I (laughs) I ended up and I was thinking, so I was going through all these ideas of other things we could do. Maybe we could do just a spotlight, one book a week, things like that. And I'm like, no, you know what? I do like these books. And you know what? I'll, I'll, you know, tighten the belt and start doing more work. And the funny thing is then we started doing it twice a week. I I couldn't do it once a week. And well, if you remember, (laughs) then we did it Wednesday. I I know. Well, then we had it Wednesday. Whatever. We had it Wednesday. 
Wednesday was too much. The, the books were coming out. We didn't have the review copies. We'd have to rush to get that done. So we kind of switched things around and also there. That's what we have now, though things might be switching soon in the meantime anyway. But we, I like doing the podcast. Eric did not. He bailed. But he did talk about Deadpool. And why I'm bringing it up again is the idea that he ended up hating it. Me and you didn't like it that much either at the very beginning. It's funny, at the very end cliffhanger page of this last issue, uh, you kind of get a little glimpse of what drove us nuts because it was that plushy yeah. underwear Comes joke. back around in the end. Yeah, I like that it came back now because we hadn't got it. But at one point, you were getting it over and over. And the book really didn't have a lot going on, it seemed. Now, as that went on, we stopped reviewing it on the site. I stopped reading it. Out of nowhere, I decided probably around issue number eight to start reading it again and loved it. And I thought, okay, what's going on? I'm going to go back and I'm going to read what I missed. Yeah, now, that was like at the that point. string of one shots. Yes, right? that's what I was just going to say. official arc. Yep. Once they hit the one shots, me and you were starting to really enjoy them. And a couple of those even play out big on this in this issue. Yep. You had one where he went to that amusement park and his daughter was yeah, there. And he it's definitely the greatest hits, like closure type issue. But, yeah. you know, the the way it's played, I think Scotty Young does a good job of doing it. Sometimes you, that can be very off-putting yeah. as a closure type moment because you don't get really any satisfaction out of any of the the I, I don't know the buildups you were looking for yeah. but here i think he he kind of plays it down the middle and it, it's nothing that really annoys me but i, I don't know i'm kind of sad there's no deadpool book now kind of yeah, when, when it's too. all said and done uh, yeah, did i affect you now there blabber mouth yeah, man, right. that's Sorry. what you've talked yeah. about three weeks oh, no i'm just joking <laughs> no so what, what i agree and and so when we had those one shots, I was getting back into it. You didn't read, I don't think you read the Savage Land arc. It was fun. It wasn't. And that was at the point where I was trying to decide if we were going to bring the book it. back. Yeah. No, and I, uh, I was that, like, though. yeah, I don't think Brandon's going to like that. But then eventually it became. And so what what it ended up being to get to this issue, and it's only 15. And every time we talk about this, I am always shocked that it's not in the 20s. It feels like it's been around a lot longer. Now, what I'm saying, though, is there were some down points in this run. But Scotty Young, and I, and I really like Nick Klein. I like Scott Hepburn's art as well. That was more, you know, near the beginning, if I remember right. Uh, but I started to like Scotty Young's way of telling the stories, which made me then go back and like the stuff that I kind of didn't like before. But the last bunch of issues, and I'm even going to include the whole, you know, War of the Realms tie-in because it's a shame that he ended up having to, you know, end his run and part of it was a tie-in to War of the Realms. Um right. I, I really like it. I, I really thought that this is a real shame that the book is ending because he really has hit his stride. It seemed like he was yeah. taking a little to get first in the character. Arc syndrome. We kind of say it yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, and a first arc syndrome of a guy who is normally an artist, not a writer. Uh, there's a lot that was going on in here. And I do think that- Did you ever that, read his I Hate Fairyland? Yeah, it's I liked it. It's an image book. Yeah, yeah I, I liked too. it. That's why it's I funny. thought this would be you know more of a right off the bat, something yes. I'd enjoy. And it took a little bit surprising. And I think that what happened with him at the beginning, you know, and this is kind of what we do when we get a last issue. We kind of go through the whole deal first. Uh, 
at the beginning, I think that he, you know, he was forcing some things. He was forcing some fun. He was forcing some jokes. Like I said, the plushy underwear, he really thought that was great. But yeah. remember when the, the Avengers showed up and, and Daredevil, or Daredevil, uh, Deadpool kept thinking that they were going to pay him. And yes. he's like, hey, uh, it, that was fun. Like you, you saw that he, he had, had the only bit. weapon to yeah. end the, stop the end of the universe. Remember you ended up having that really awful special needs galactus looking guy yep. i mean some of it was really funny remember he was up chucking and things yep. but yeah so with all that he he ended up really kind of like i said coming into his own and really enjoying it and and you can tell what he really really likes what scotty young thinks is the best thing and i get a kick out of it some people i see online didn't was the idea that he loves throwing shade at himself through the fourth wall breaking of Deadpool. So he ends up, you know, in this issue, he does it some more as well. I actually like that. I, I don't always like the fourth wall stuff, but when it's, you know, self-deprecating humor, that's one of my favorite things yeah. ever. So I did I, I, enjoy Deadpool it. is the one character I don't mind because that's yeah, kind of the point him. of his creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm with you. And, and, you know, I don't even like it as much with a Harley I, I no. like some of Harley's yeah, jokiness and things like that. It's but too Deadpool, forced with Harley because that's not how the point of why yeah. she was created. You know what yeah. I'm saying? She was and, yeah, Deadpool. That that's Deadpool. And so when you're reading this, what I thought I was going to be afraid of or what I was afraid of, what I thought was going to be the downpool was the idea. He does write a very Ryan Reynolds-esque Deadpool. Yeah. If you read it, you can read it. And I told you, we talked about this before talking about this book, is when I read it, I hear Ryan Reynolds' voice and I don't do that very often. There's not a lot of times that when I'm reading, that just doesn't jive with my brain chemistry, that sort of thing. <laughs> but he does it so well that I do hear that. And I like his pop culture references. Also, I will say, if anybody's reading this, I, I do tell you to stick around to the end and read the little letter that he writes at the end. It's very quick. Sometimes these guys leave a book and yeah, they have like five yet. pages. It's just one page. It's very funny and, and really does go with the idea of when he was so excited to get on the Deadpool book. And then when he told people, thinking they'd be impressed, they just think that that means he knew Ryan Reynolds and they wanted to know how Ryan Reynolds was. And he's like, <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't know Ryan Reynolds. And then they'd get upset and look at him, you know, oh, you're nothing then. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. But he also says, you know, I thank you guys for letting me do this. I, I was learning on the job. You start out with this issue. I'll, I'll go through the credits, actually. I, I'm paging through as we're going. And now I'm on like yeah, page so 15. I know. So we, I'm we having problems. There we go. Scott, Scotty yeah, Young. Scotty Young. By Scott Hepburn. Nick Klein. Colors by Ian Hearing. Nick Klein. Letters by Jeff Eckleberry. VC is yes. not present. Uh-oh. No, he is not. And I'll do the Deadpool's past cut up with him. A mace wielding mask menace called Good Night appeared, wanting revenge on Wade for killing his parents. Good Night was aided by Deadpool's pal turned nemesis Weasel, who made a deal with Mephisto to get his own revenge on Wade. Now Deadpool's loved ones are in danger again. Now here is the thing: this is the last issue. We're not getting a Deadpool book now. This no. is done. Where I know like, I need a Deadpool. Yeah, I, and a I like Deadpool. Book. Deal. What are they yeah. doing over there? All these I announcements, know. none of those. Yeah, really, and not that. So yeah. Have Deadpool here. He, you know, you have Scotty Young in this 15 issues. He's changed Deadpool a little. You've had some things going on. You have a, a bunch of villains. You have the idea that he has a daughter and he doesn't have his memories. But in this, they're going to give his memories back. But what I'm saying is you have to end this with a clear reset. You have to end it so the next people yeah. jumping on can pick and choose what they want to use, but they have to I have like how it ends yeah, up happening. They have to have Deadpool going forward. And and basically what Scotty Young does is 
he just ends up erasing Deadpool's mind at the end. So it's fine. That's all what he really does. He wraps everything up here very quickly, but it doesn't seem that forced. And and the thing that gets me is he could have had more issues if they didn't make him tie into the whole Australian troll thing of War of the Realms. So he has this one issue. I think he does a good job with this. And he starts it off with The Bachelor. And he's got a daisy and he's going <laughs> off. And it's if you've seen The Bachelor, it's a really good idea. It's, it's a really good, you know, parody of The Bachelor. And I even like the idea that he has this daisy because he has to pick the person from this run who tried to kill him but didn't get to as the one who's going to push the daisies on him or kill yeah. him. So he's going be the, through. Yeah, be the one with the yeah. honor to kill him. Yeah. Yep. He's going through the lineup there. There's, you know, there's a blind owl. I don't, I don't know what she's doing. There. I mean, <laughs> I she's know. there. You know, so you had this, you even have Santa because you had that one shot Santa Claus deal. That was good. You have all the mascots. The weird from, world stuff. Yeah. You have the weird world. You have all the mascots from the amusement park that they have you have puddle pool which is crazy and then by the end you even get good night and it was funny because at first i thought this bird guy was good night i'm like okay and i'm oh that's not him where's good night he's the big guy and and again it was puddle pool for a few minutes and there's puddle pool there just you know being crazy uh with that it, this good night story was one that me and you were really impressed with. It yeah. ended up having to be ended too soon to get to War of the Realms to then end. And it's a real shame, like I said. So I was yeah, glad that ended good in a real here. weird way where yeah. when we went Just into went War of the Realms and realized we had one issue left, we're like, what? How is yeah. this going to yeah, work? Yeah, we're like, what's going to work with this? Yeah. Because that's a villain that was pretty cool. It's a, it's a Batman amalgam yeah, uh, that was pretty cool, made by Deadpool being awful and killing his parents. Killing but, his parents. Yeah. yeah. So, and there's Kill puddle yeah, that's what a kill puddle <laughs> kill yeah puddle. so yeah, y- he's going mean. through and he's going ah oh, you know what you mascots you don't deserve and look at you bird guy you're not gonna get it hey man old old people it's mrs and mrs claus like <laughs> no way and, and as he's going it's like hey the weird worlders that's pretty cool but remember it wasn't you guys it was the awful wizard that was trying to be immortal with my blood he was the real betty where's he and he's going through so as this is going on he gets to kill puddle I don't know why I call it Puddle Pool. But yeah, yeah, it goes to Kill Puddle. Like, you know what? Kill Puddle, that name. I just can't get over it. He starts laughing. And then out of nowhere, Good Night comes and just kills everyone. Kills yeah. everybody Smashes there. him with that mace. Someone's got to yep. get that thing out of yeah, his hands. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a- including what appears to be Blind Al. And so you're like, what's going on? And he's like, I'm just here for you to wake up. And that's when you see it's all a dream, it's a dream. that, that yeah. Wade had fell on asleep in this kiddie pool, it, pretty much drinking two real small margaritas. margaritas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a lightweight. And they're like, oh, man, I had the craziest dream. And if you are like me and think that The Wizard of Oz is a great movie, you'll get a kick out of this little bit of pop culture reference because in The Wizard of Oz, when Dorothy wakes up, she's like, and you were there? And you were there? It's the opposite. He's like, you yeah. weren't there? You weren't there? Neither were you? And they even say, all right, Dorothy, we, we get it. But yeah, they're making fun of him. They're talking about what's going on. He does give, you know, talks about the Australian trolls. He's pouring himself another drink. They're, they're talking about all the things that they're going to do, how he's going to, you know, what's next and all that. And while that's going on, the water starts boiling in this kid. So I thought it was uh, until they said something. I just thought it was Deadpool's been in this pool for a while, been peeing and, and doing whatever, and, and it was nasty I water. Think that he's yeah. like a leper; he's falling apart. But yeah, <laughs> it's not. It is boiling. It actually yeah. opens up to a portal from hell because Mephisto comes up Pulls and says, "Hey, 
hey guys, I'm gonna borrow your friend here. I'll be back, and, and then pulls him through. And I like blind Al's like blind Al here. It's not just a name. I'm I'm blind. What's going on? I hear stuff, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, Explain oh, Mephisto came. He grabbed Deadpool. They went to hell. He'll be fine. And I like that where you have Deadpool down in hell. And he's like, I'm not going to be fine. I'm only wearing shorts. He doesn't even have (laughs) shoes on. Uh, But this is where you get all the things kind of come to a head. We have Weasel down there with Mephisto. We have the idea that Weasel has been offered a deal that if he can get... Deadpool the, down there to be an assassin. This is my one complaint about the issue is the art when he's in hell is like, it, there's too much red going yeah, on here. Yeah, there is a and lot it, of red. Yeah. yeah Other so, than that, I mean, I still like Nick Klein and, and everything yeah. going on in this entire series, but when he gets pulled down to hell, there's just not enough ink in the backgrounds to separate. And I yeah. know Deadpool's got a red suit, so that doesn't help. Yeah, and, and he's in lava red, and that fire doesn't help. red. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so the whole thing is is that Weasel was offered a a deal. If he could get Deadpool down in hell and agree to be an assassin, then he is free. Weasel's free to go off. Now, he thinks that he's going to go off with hell powers. That's not how it turns out. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so basically... Mephisto wants Deadpool. It's not one of those wishes. It's not one of those changing things. It's basically that Mephisto wants Deadpool to be his assassin to kill everyone. And, And it's even Deadpool's like, okay, who do you want me to kill? He's like, you don't get it. I want you to be pretty much my angel of death here. I want yeah. you to kill everybody that I want. And Deadpool just starts laughing. And he's laughing. He's like, really? Like, this is what we're doing here. We're going to do that. I, I'm a freelancer. And you think I'm going to jump on board with you. Well, they have to make him, you know, have a, a, something he's, that he makes an him ultimatum. Yeah. And what yeah. it is. He gives him back his memory and right away remembers he has a daughter. That's the big thing. And it's a really good page. Oh, it's a really great page. You have the fist bump and it comes to play. That fist bump comes to play later. Even my complaint, I just had 45 seconds earlier. It doesn't come into play there. Yeah, Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. And it's so funny. He goes, I have a kid. And then he starts yelling at Weasel. And at this point, it really seems like he's mad because he does not want that responsibility. Yeah. Where no, he's he like, I want don't want to be a dad. I, you know, all this. And like, oh, what's going on? Like, no, no, no. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about you make the decision. If you work for me, I'm going to show you. It's pretty much, you know, uh, it's a wonderful life here in a weird way in hell being through Deadpool and his daughter. Basically, if you do what I want you to do and be my assassin, this is the future of your daughter. And it's like, open up door number three. And they open it up. And she's in pretty much a post-apocalyptic future fighting sentinels. But she's a hero. And yeah, this she is, is a, a good actually, hero. you can read this story. This is okay. basically Deadpool 2099. If you oh, have the Marvel that's app cool. or whatever. And the 2099's all coming back. Yeah, it's, it's and the time, 2099 so. is, you know, you get Deadpool actually in it. So a future version now. of Deadpool. But he winds up hunting down this person. And it ends up being his daughter. And it's, it's actually a really good story that's cool I think because Jerry Dugan yeah. did it okay so yeah there, he's like well that doesn't look great well you need a better perspective they throw him into this future and he is watching and he sees ellie his daughter being a hero and you know doing some things so he's like okay you know that's my ellie she's a hero oh that's awesome and they're like not only that but the, those two they're both your kids he's like i have two kids what's going on he's all upset but then they're like well now you see the tell good me about thing. it right yeah Deadpool? really i know yeah really two what is that? <laughs> Two in this house was a good start, I guess. Yeah, yeah, uh, we right? had five. Multiply uh, it. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, so he ends up going back and with, you know, Weasel brings him back and now they're going to show him the dark future if he doesn't cooperate. And it basically is 
good night showing up and convincing Ellie to be a superhero with him and be a bad superhero. And they yeah. show that. And it's really cool art. I really actually love her character design in this with that yeah, panel where she they're jumping. Sweet. It looks so cool. And in that, what ends up the whole wraparound deal is not only is she being trained by Good Knight, but she's being trained by Good Knight to work for Mephisto to be the assassin that Deadpool yeah. is saying he doesn't want to be. Instead so basically, of basically a hero, yeah. Yeah, she's basically now Hell's so assassin. I love the way that um, Scotty Young ends up doing this, you know, either or choice. Yeah. We're dead. The you know uh, the obvious choice for Deadpool is to make his daughter be a hero instead of this scumbag that yeah, she yeah. ends up being via Good Night. But it's it's a cool way to end up you know with the last issue to give it some stakes. I think. Oh yeah, and then they have this here, and they're they're just beating. I mean, at one point they're fighting guys, and that mace takes off a head as <laughs> this Ellie snaps a neck. And at this point, you have Deadpool. It's kind of like a ghost walking through there. Like I said, it's like It's a Wonderful Life. And he just looks at this mayhem, and even he goes, oh, crap. You know, there's an expletive there. Uh, but here's what I was saying about the kind of wraparound deal with this. As poor Deadpool's watching, Ellie fist bumps with, uh, you know, good night. And they, they walk away, and he's like, oh, I can't let this happen. So he does agree, and he, he kind of agrees in this way of, listen, this is how we have to work this uh we're gonna I, eventually he wants his memories taken away but he's like okay listen we're gonna do this uh, i i might help you woo, 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 and runs and jumps through the portal he ends up jumping through <laughs> he kicks weasel, he kicks right weasel in the, the balls <laughs> he kicks him in the jewels and I, I, I love the stall too he's like well you know uh Gotta catch i guess first. i'm gonna do this boom Nut cut, such nut a kick, jump through the portal. It's and such he, a Bugs Bunny move, oh yeah. really. And, and, he, and I he, loved it. Yep. And he yells. He's like, you got to catch me first. He goes <laughs> to the portal and it's basically the portal right to where Ellie is, where, you know, Good Night's Good hiding is. out in the shadows. Yep. He even goes out and he's like, hey, you know, pervert, get out of the shadows. You're watching kids. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Down on his he head. ends up fighting, you know good night he ends up beating the crap out of him at this point and he's yelling over to ellie at this point too because she's like oh my god you know my dad hey dad what's going on the his mom her mom comes out it's like i told you you weren't supposed to be here but he's like yeah this is a thing going on he's beating the crap out of good night <laughs> and he's yelling over to ellie listen violence is not the solution and he's like boom he's punching it punching him <laughs> slamming his head into the ground he's like don't do what i do do what i say he's yelling yes. and yeah so the whole deal he gets to hug her you know he gets this little bit mo- you know this little moment with Quick her moment, yeah. because in this this is the the fun thing about this is this is the thing he is going to accept Mephisto's offer. So this dark future was not going to happen. He jumped through that portal, one, to just beat the crap out of Goodnight yeah. one last time, yeah. and two, to have a little a bit moment. of time with his daughter because yeah. part of his deal, you know, and Mephisto's the one who's always dealing out the deals. At this point, Deadpool's dealing out some deals because he says basically to Ellie, listen, you know, even when I didn't remember you, you always were part of my heart, Ken. And it's a very touching. You don't get a lot of touching moments in a Deadpool comic, at least. And this was a touching moment where he's like, you know, nobody could ever take me, take you away from me. He's saying this because part of his deal, he wants his memory to be taken away again. He yeah. wants it to be reset because he doesn't need to be worrying Remember. about these things and doesn't all this stuff. Doesn't want her involved in anything yeah. he ends and up again, doing. And again, though. 
right there is the reset. That's the clever way of him getting back his memories and then deciding in an emotional way, a little feels moment to kind of reset the character. So when the next person, the next person can come and deal with Ellie if they want. But now, you know, you want to give whoever is the next series, the next writer, you want to give them a wide berth to do what they want to do. So I like that. And you pretty much get rid of, you know, Goodnight, who is just shamed and possibly dead. Uh, So with this, (laughs) Weasel is so exciting. I do like to that it almost looks like as they're going away, Mephisto and Deadpool, it almost looks like they're holding hands through the portal. It made me laugh, but they're not, but it looks like it. So they go out. There's Weasel, who's just now, he's human again. He's been given back his humanity. He's an idiot and still thinks he has hell powers at one point, but he's like, hey, can you guys give me a ride somewhere? And they're like, no, no, we're going to come out with guns if you don't get out of here. And then, you you know, you go forward where there is Weasel. He's trying to buy something in the worst, you know, supermarket ever that does not accept cash doesn't anymore. take cash. They yeah. don't take cash. They only take cards. He doesn't have a card because he was dead. Been He's dead. never heard There's of no some credit. place that doesn't take cash. She's never heard of somebody who doesn't have a credit card. All his credit cards <laughs> are canceled. So he's there. He actually starts to try to burn her with hellfire. He does. He's like, yeah. And he's, and that's where Deadpool shows up and is like, are you really trying to burn this teenager? Like, Beck, you cute teenager, burn you trying to do your job, the nerve of you. And it's pretty funny. It is real funny. Yeah, I love and, this scene. And he says, you know, Weasel, you know, you're back being just plain old Weasel from the block. And that's where he ends up going, man, you know, Scotty. You, you really are digging deep with the you know weasel on the block here. Let's get the heck out of here. And yeah, so you have all this stuff going on. And they're like, you know, hey, he pays for some food for Weasel. So Weasel's getting up and running on his feet and then goes back and pretty much gets out of his deal with Mephisto by being annoying and even <laughs> even spells it out. This is what happened when I was a Herald of Galactus. He tells Weasel because he's back there and he's like, yeah, I just did it the same way I always do. He was annoying. Just he was talks nonstop. No, talking nonstop. He's talking Bachelor. He's talking Golden Girls. He's asking about <laughs> sir, the Enneagram test. And then he's, I love this line too. He goes, hey, what did you get on your Enneagram test? I'm an eight with a side of four with a bit of seven sprinkled on top. I mean, really, I'm a real minefield. And I, that, <laughs> that made me laugh. So, and I'm telling you, that's the sort of dialogue I can hear Ryan Reynolds say. Yeah. Mephisto's so annoyed because then it all comes to play where Mephisto, it, all of a sudden the light goes over his head when Deadpool's like, you know what, boss? This is awesome. You're such a great listener. We're going to talk for eons and eons. <laughs> and that's where Mephisto's like, y- you're set free. Just get out of here. He ends up smashing into his office that we began the series yep. with, with, you know, Nagasonic, Nagasonic Teenage Warhead yeah. there on her phone like she was then. She's like, they kicked you out already. And he comes out of the room with the plushy underwear and says, yep, nobody appreciates small talk. Okay, what's next for the Merc with the Mouth? And that's it. That's the end. That's the end of the series. Series. It's a shame. I like this issue. I really did. I gave it an eight yeah, five. I'm not going to go, you know, you know, God, crazy yeah. on it like a lot of other people will. Uh, but yeah, realistically, I had a really good time. I thought it wrapped up some things that the just referencing a lot of stuff without it being a what we like to call a victory lap. Usually with characters, when people have this last issue, they will just have an issue where you get a lot of splash pages of "I'm a hero. Look at me." Yep, people <laughs> say that being a hero is 
square. Well, if yeah. it's square, I don't want to be round. You know, uh, you know, stupid a lot stuff of last like that. Issues are, are, you know, like the Dinosaur Island issue we got for yeah, Superman. Yeah, at yeah, the you end don't of need that. This right? actually ties yeah. up a bunch of things, actually reminds you of some fun stuff that happened. And then at the end, you have Deadpool, Merc with a Mouth, coming out of his office where he was at the very beginning and ready for anybody to do whatever they want with him from here on out. And that's it. So, yeah, I think they did a really good job. Now, it's a shame because the next Deadpool, and it says, need more Deadpool, and I, I think I do. And the next Deadpool is Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool. I think that'll be fun, though. It'll that's be fun. one of the few tie-ins I look forward to. It's just to. another tie-in, though. That, yeah, that's the thing that, you know, eh, you know, tie-ins. But, yeah, I so I give it an 8.5. What would you give it? I would give it an 8. Uh, you know, I, I actually really enjoy Deadpool ongoings. I'm sad that it we don't have one currently because it's one of the Marvel yeah. books like that's real. You can count on to be lighthearted fun. Yeah. You know, there's not a whole bunch currently in their lineup. I feel like you can just run down the list and be like, yeah, you'll have a good time. You're going like, to get a bunch a, of jokes, jokes and, things, and yeah. yeah, just dumb action and things like that. So I'll miss it. I, I know it's coming back sooner or later, but we just don't have an announcement. So, uh, but I would also probably give the overall series around an eight as well. Give and, it a, an know, eight. Yeah. Yeah, I would like too. I said, we, Seven, we, we five, thought the eight. first maybe handful of issues was a miss, but after that, it recovers nicely and it tells a good story overall. Yeah, I yeah. Think. And if you like Deadpool from the movies, you'll like this. I mean, if you I like Deadpool so from the comics, you'll like this. So I, yeah. I think there's a lot to like about it. It'd it be is real a shame. Funny if uh, Ryan Reynolds did like a book on tape thing for some of I'm these comics. I'm telling you, I actually want them to get Ryan Reynolds to write the next thing and you'll get yeah. some hype for it. But uh, the thing about it is when I started hearing and I, it, it was from. Million selling idea, maybe it was from Twitter. And now, oh, my CB supposed <laughs> I ended up uh, on Twitter and Scott Young, and you know, issues ago, months ago, he's like, Well, only four more issues left. So I'm like, Okay, let me look who's getting on the book. Then I'm like, All right, nobody yet. When are they going to announce the, the next Who, team? Who's and actually, what are, do you still got the book open? Who's writing that tie in? I, I it doesn't even say. I see that Tyler Kirkham has a uh, you know, the cover, cover. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it says, it does not have a deal and i i'm not sure so i'll have to check that maybe it'll be scotty young that'd be cool but i don't think it will be he's kind of saying goodbye in this letter like there ain't nothing after this um but yeah i i really like and i suggest if anybody wants to read it they're they're hitting in the marvel unlimited app so if you have that you can just jump on and read some there and if you like it just wait each month for it like that that's the best way to do it um but we're gonna go off now to some mail do you have the time to drive me and Brandon line? And with Science Marvel Comics at gmail.com We will read them all at the wrong turn, says Mel Cow. Whether they're positive or when they are not. You can give a shout out to your peeps. Make fun of Brandon, but not me. It's all for the weekend show. Brandon lives in Buffalo. Now here's wrong to say. Yo, it's mail call. Thank you, wrong teen, yes. as they call him. And this is mail section number one. If you want to be part of the mail and be the star of the show, just like Dino is going to be in a minute, email us Welcome. in at 
Marvel, the weird science Marvel comics at gmail.com. All these things are in the show notes as well. So when I fumble with them, you could just go look at that. You could really Dino say the is, other one, yeah. it would find you eventually. Yeah, really. Anyway. Here goes Dino. They all go to me anyway. Dino says, Hi, Jim and Brandon. <laughs> is it weird that when Green Day's Basket Case came on the radio, I sang Jim's lyrics for the mail? No, that's not. <laughs> I've done that before. Usually dancing Mike songs. I don't, I don't even know any of the lyrics to Raining Men, but, uh, you know, I just think you dancing know, Mike song. You know, it's Mail with Jim. Yeah. Speaking of songs, every new beginning is some other beginnings. And that is Closing Time by Semisonic, if you didn't know that, Brandon. So in this case, as we wait for the beginning of Hickman's X-Men run, it means the end of the bulk of my pull list. The finale of Uncanny X-Men, Age of X-Men, X-Force, Domino, Hot Shots, and Deadpool all done this week. I had Domino's luck in reading Age of X-Man Omega first before Uncanny number 22, because it definitely takes place before it sadly has no editor note to warn you that is not a problem for me. Jim, you might no. enjoy the reunion with Lauren and Gabby in X-Men Omega, Age of X-Man Omega. All these books are, just drive me nuts. I know. Without spoiling the anything. Crazy. Yeah. Without spoiling anything, the ending may give a hint to House of X. Maybe. Uncanny 22 is really good, but still no Laura, Gabby, and Logan meet up. Still waiting on that. So I have to wait on that. I did see somebody. Uh, oh, no. It was that review on iTunes that's like, I know that you guys like x23 but i hate her yep. <laughs> like well, this is a really in-depth he's uh, kind of on my side there i'm not in love with her i uh, i've learned to tolerate her as i've read yes. you know more How of her books so. i really enjoyed both domino's first series and hot shot so hopefully with a little luck we get her and pip back in the near future I just fell off of that Hot Shots. I ended up at yeah, issue three, and I just like, eh, it's just not getting me. Uh, I really enjoyed both. Uh, he says, Deadpool now goes to absolute carnage, so thankfully we get him back next month. Finally, I end with your guys' favorite out of these five books, X-Force, and that's not quite the case. The last no. two issues really threw me off. We it's were really, hurt. really liking it. I we were gonna talk it this uh this week and I told you I'm like I don't know what to say about that yeah. last issue. I can't tell what's going on half the time. Yeah, so if you look at the show notes, we are not talking the finale there, but we talked <laughs> about Deadpool. I really liked the series and enjoyed Ed Brisson's take on the team. I liked it for seven issues, too. six and a half yeah. issues. I'm also pumped the for his Ghostwriter series. A little bit. Yeah. Well, it ended up all of a sudden you have to, you know, Hickman comes in, you gotta end things. Yeah. I'm also pumped for his Ghost Rider series with Danny Ketch and Johnny Blake. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, that's that's a, a Brandon book there. I love this yeah. story with Danny Ketch in Marvel Comics Presents. That's another book that every time I read it, I enjoyed it and just kind of fell off of it. Uh, what are yep. your guys' thoughts on X-Force's final book and series overall? I haven't even read the final issue because we weren't going to uh, talk I could, about it I can tell I'll you probably... I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. I was supposed to even review it on the site, and I, yeah, you I haven't gotten around to that <laughs> yet saw. because I that, just don't. That ship has sailed, Brandon. You don't have I to don't worry about that. I don't know how to put into words what happens in that last issue because I don't have a great history of strife and you know cables past. So all that past stuff and and, and what how that's different to where this ends up now is lost on me. So I, I was happy by the end of it that Young Cable is sticking around. Uh, other than that, I, you know, the, the rest of the issue was a pass or pants, as Jeremy would say to me. 
Yes, he would say pants. Uh, so what you're telling me is <laughs> you weren't that hip on the clan chosen? Is that what you're saying? No. All that stuff? Uh, yeah. The whole Akai and, and whatever's going on there, I'm I'm it just all swims around in my brain and I can't wrap my mind around who's who and Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I'm with you. I don't really know that as well, but I was really enjoying the series. Like I said, up until about the last issue, if not the, you know, kind of a couple before, um, it, it just kind of started rushing to an end you can tell yeah, i was there for kid cable pretty much and for have. the most part kid cable was stuck in a cell turning in the cables so you know yeah. there was my big reason of, of reading it as well there and he kind of was doing nothing uh what are you guys thoughts on that you guys seem to like brisson are you excited for the ghost rider series in october that's more something I am, for you definitely yeah. yes i i i'll read it and we'll be talking about it. I just don't know much about, you I know, have a Danny Ketchman. Or I, I don't know, but the, I don't, our buddy Robbie might be going away for, for yeah. a bit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's a shame because kind of that's, it's like one of those things where you have these different characters and you have different legacies and mantles and things. And you end up with like, you know, hey, uh, Barry Allen's my flash. Well, I, just by default, Robbie Reyes is my, you know, ghostwriter. Yeah. And so I'm looking he's forward to only, learning more. Yeah, he's the only one as a character that I've really cared to to learn about. The other ones I just consider as a ghostwriter, and that's cool enough for me. I don't care which one of the two it is, Catch or Blaze, or it, yeah. it doesn't really matter. You know, I, I guess if I had a gun to my head, I would pick you would Blaze. Pick, as, you as would the pick one Johnny I Blaze. That's what I think yeah. most people would, I, I would think, from an outside looking in. But yeah, I, I ended up on Twitter, and all of a sudden, they're like, man, catch it, Blaze. I'm like, what is this, some new rock movie? Is is that the yeah. rock and Vin Diesel as catching Blaze? I, I want to know yeah. what's going on. Like some but people yeah. were crazy for Punisher in the 90s. I, Ghost Rider was always the one besides... You know, Wolverine and Spider-Man, obviously, that grabbed my attention a little bit. I liked him a lot. Well, it's a cool character. And it's like, to me, I've talked about it before, is I like the idea, or at least the look, of Silver Surfer. And then I would go to read Silver Surfer, (laughs) and it might as well have been sleeping pills for me. Because, yeah, (laughs) it it tended to get boring for me. That's just me, though. Um, But, yeah, the, the thing is, growing up and seeing a lot of characters and seeing that, obviously, if you just happen across a drawing a cover of ghost rider especially johnny blaze uh you're you have to just sit there and go holy crap that looks so cool uh but yeah i've never really read much of ghost rider except robbie reyes so that's like i said it's more default and i'm sure i'll enjoy this when we do get around to it uh thanks for the always awesome podcast and that is dino and we're gonna go off to the next book where you're gonna have to do most of the talking and it it is it's it's spider-man life story and we talked about this Number five. Every issue. I think we got one more. This is one of the rare Marvel 6 issues. It's the 2010s. Yeah, we're going to be doing that because it does say at the end. Now, as as we were going, we start off. And obviously, you're starting off where pretty much anybody – who knows enough to be listening to this stupid podcast would be able to jump on and like, oh man, this life story seems cool. You end up where Peter's growing up, you know, there's Mary Jane, there's Flash Thompson. He's going to go off to, you know, Vietnam. All these things that were going on were very easy to jump on for me because they were very much the iconic the very simple origins of Spider-Man stuff that I, you know, you have the Green Goblin, all that stuff. So where I had said before and in in my mind, I've been worried as this progresses because we're starting to progress 
at a point that is way out of my range. I don't know yeah. much about like we've already hit it. I don't know much about clone conspiracy and stuff like that. So when we hit that part, yeah, I was a little, you know, oh my, you know, I don't really understand it, but I understood enough. You have Chip Zdarsky doing enough. The problem what I'm having now, and we're in the 2000s, we're in the OOs here, is that you have Spider-Man. Yes, now we're getting towards, and Brandon will go into more detail and we'll get to the blurb in a minute. Uh, we're, we're hitting Civil War. And stuff like that, yeah. right? So, and even, you know, Spider Get, you're, you're getting a lot of stuff going on here. I know of the stuff. The problem is, is you're also adding that side bit of they're getting older. So it's getting to the point where it's getting a little too dismal. I, I thought that I realized I that if you're telling a real life story with this, you're going to have them age. But we said right away that that might get us depressed. By the time we get yeah. to the old men, we might, uh, uh, or and ladies. they could have avoided that depressing feeling with one little twist at the end here, yeah. but th- they end up going for it. And, th- and it kind of brought down my score a little bit because I'm like, I'm so tired of every yeah. Spider-Man story, and, just constantly and, and just is, having yeah. the depressing angle. And and, when, with and this, I know that's the Parker luck, but you know, yeah, you can write a Spider-Man story when it's an Elseworlds well, that here's twists the thing, that though. on its head once in I a while. I knew right away the way they were playing this out. This was not going to have a happy ending. I mean, we're going to see probably Peter die. You know, we're going to we see Ben die, yeah. uh, but we're going to see them get so old where they're either all going to be sitting around in an old folks they're home or they're anyway. just going to die. Yeah. And so you you did set this up. And that's kind of the thing that I was worried about. It does hit here and starts hitting here. Uh, the idea of we're going to get past my little tiny you know zone that i have of knowledge but we're also going to get to the point where they're all old and decrepit and miserable i don't need yeah. a book to remind me I, that i'm I'll getting old. You, I, I still like this series but i think here's where some of the weakness to this idea comes in is that it's not so much really relying on old spider-man lore anymore well, now it's, it's not Spider-Man through with the yeah. ideas that yeah. he's established in previous issues, but we've never dug into those really well, deep enough to this issue to get an idea of what he's talking about yeah. here. Sometimes I'm really lost because he's yeah, well, referencing most of things this issue, that we though, haven't is, seen yet. It's just or at all civil war. So half yeah. of this issue, and I think some of this you know, war is still stemming. All it's not necessarily civil war like it is in the comic books. It's all connected to the original Vietnam. Yeah, I think it is a little, but it certainly is. They have to register and Cap says no. And so you have that basics of it. And even to the point where Cap gets Peter involved, you know, with them uh, by the end by saying, hey, your kids, they have powers. And they're going to have to, you know, Tony's coming after them too. And stuff like that. You're getting more away from Spider-Man than, you know, we're more of that. Though you do have you know, crazy space vampires come in, energy vampires. Yes. And, and I even know about them because They're I was involved here. with the Spider-Geddon deal. <laughs> yeah, uh, so give us, give us the deal uh, of it. Yeah, we got written by Chip Zdarsky, pencils by Mark Bagley, inks by John Dell, colors by Frank Diamata, and letters by VCs Travis Lanham. After Peter discovered that Miles Warren created a clone of him who took the name of Ben, Otto Octavius, and Norman Osborn concocted a plan to convince Peter that he was the clone and Ben was the original. When Peter saw through it, he chose to conceal the truth from Ben, giving the clone what he'd need to take over the life as Spider-Man and the head of Parker Industries, while Peter returned to his estranged wife, Mary Jane, and their twin children. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's the start of issue five with, uh, I don't know, we we see more Loon very quickly, and but yeah. 
He's not fighting the regular Spider-Man. He's fighting Ben Riley. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, Spider-Man. And Ben thinks that he's um, the real Spider-Man. Well. <laughs> yeah, and it's not yeah. going well. And the thing is, though, yeah, the wool's still all pulled over Ben's well, eyes. The Peter's worst part really is the only one that yeah, knows the, the truth. The worst at part this of this, point, though, is Morlun kills him and kills him with the last thing, basically saying, "You're not the real Spider-Man." And yeah, Ben realizes, you know, pretty much he realizes at the end of his last breath that he's the phony. Yeah, and, Peter's uh, a scummer. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, though, this is the clone of Peter. So when they go to, you know, look at the body and they go to check things out, to everybody else, it's Peter. They, you know, it's yeah. not Ben, it's Peter. He's been running, you know, Parker Industries. Yeah, and so Peter's pretty much, told nobody else about this. So. Yeah, and so what happens is, in the press, is, hey, Peter Parker was Spider-Man. And in the twist of this all, you're pretty much in the middle of Civil War. And he did not register himself as no. Peter Parker Spider-Man. And so that's big trouble. It also leads to showing that you have Tony Stark on the, you know, the side that he usually is on. He wants everybody to register, but he's also part of the presidential cabinet. He's a big to do. And he also wants to take and over. He still Stark wants Industries. his hands on. Yep. Yeah. Did, and and that's his way. Yeah, Parker Industries. Yeah. He, he can get yeah. it now. And even when what happens is Peter, our Peter, the real Peter, sees it they're you know off on their you know in their cabin in their house they're way out just kind of living their lives but when they see that they re you know peter has to do something and what he thinks he has to do is to go and show up and say no 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 that the thing that died there ben that that was my clone i'm peter parker i'm the real peter parker i'm the real spider-man yes i should have you know done this different i didn't but i'm here to take over my company i don't want it to be taken over but he's gonna run into a dead end because even tony says listen your company's done i mean you didn't register and this is part of the law is we can't tell if you made all of this money and all these decisions i, I like the way the chips that are he says it too sense. and he says yeah. you know how do we know that you didn't use your spider sense to know when to buy sell all that stuff so i'm just gonna take it over in the meantime when peter leaves uh Morloon does show up a- and you know that he was going to there is no doubt when he leaves because they're aware yeah. of Morloon. they they see how you know ben died so they're like okay we're gonna go i gotta get out of here Morloon's gonna target me you'll be safer without me but yeah he he comes and and goes there and and even before that you have uh peter's daughter say you know dad what are you gonna do claire says what are you gonna do and he's like well i'm gonna go try to and she says you're gonna be spider-man again don't try to fool me you have been doing this over and over again while you've been here i realize this i'm not dumb i know i've seen a flashback to a point he went uh to new york and it looks like he was helping out during like 9-11 or a situation similar to in this world that's what it looks like yeah and he ends up you know getting people out of the wreckage and he is dressed with his spider-man mask and she claire says when you leave you always take the mask you know he's almost got the scarlet spider one on. yeah yeah so they do end up uh you know he does end up going uh the crap has hit the fan with this whole peter parker as spider-man and he's going back to get his company back tony stark's there and pretty much tells him you know you 
going to have to register. And also you're in big trouble. You know, you're going to have to, you know, the company's not yours anymore. Either I'm going to take it or I, I'll be nice. I'll give it to your kids, your family, yeah. but you're coming with and me. And Tony's standing right in front of it yeah, when right Peter in front shows of it. up. And, to- and, and <laughs> he basically says, and it's also a ploy. It's kind of a blackmail thing of, you know, you're going to join me. You're going to be part of our team. We're going to get that stinking cap, and I'm going to use you with that as this goes. And I do like the progression of it. Again, though, this is getting towards more of less of a Spider-Man life story. And it kind of goes with the idea of that history of the Marvel Universe, even though they're not going to age or anything like yeah. that. But this is more of a Marvel history than a I, – I know that you can say that Spider-Man was fully involved in all this as well. And I guess you can't skip it. It just – to me, it just seemed a little uh, you know, down from the others. Uh, while this is going on, Marloon does show up and attack the family. They're trying to fight back. And while that's going on, it's pretty much civil war going on at, in front of Parker Industries. Yeah, and, this is when they do the call outs to, to you know to who's fighting who though yeah. the, really the only difference is at this point spider-man is not on tony's side no. you know he's, yeah. he's really fighting against him yeah and and really at one point he does scale the parker industries building because he knows he has the suits in there and when he gets to get them it's more of like he wants to get in between like a referee and, and tell them both they're being silly and to stop yeah. because as this is going on and as peter is kind of getting you know attacked and being forced to, you know the deal the Avengers show up, Cap's Avengers show up, the older versions of the characters looks pretty cool as it goes on, and yeah. they just start fighting. I like his team better. Yeah, I They're do easier too. to spot who's who. I don't yeah. even know, like, it's obviously She-Hulk, She-Hulk uh, Captain Marvel. Captain yeah, Marvel. I don't know yeah. who the other girls are. It's Black Widow, would you think? And yeah, maybe. the other one. Yeah, I, I, there were some I didn't recognize either. But, you know, you're playing around with the idea that they're older. There might be other ones as well yeah. uh, going on. But, yeah, I think maybe that's Black Widow. I don't know. It, it Look, that's a weird deal. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, so you're going. And so there's a fi- fight on two fronts. There's the Civil War fight going on in New York. And then off on the ranch, there is Marloon fighting. And the kids, the kids end up, Benji yeah. ends up figuring out how to beat Morloon. And it's basically when he is feeding, he's vulnerable. He's so, weak. hey, yeah. I'll let him feed on me. When he's doing that, then, Claire, you give him the, the rock'em, sock'em robots and get him. And that's what they do. And they do end up taking him out. It does seem like Benji might be dead at the end, though. I, I'm really I worried. I think he is. Yeah, I, oh, I do, yeah. too. He's 100% and, dead. And this is the thing is, as it's going on with this – that is going to be the trigger in my mind because Peter is there with, you know, Tony and Cap. They're fighting and and does start going to Cap's side. And, you know, he does go in and get I a suit. I love his too. new suit. Yeah, he's like goes old up. man suit. Yep. He like runs it. up the building and then breaks in where he has had some experimental suits, it looks like. And he grabs the one and goes out. So he's full out Spider Man fighting. He tries to stop him. But the big thing by the end is the thing of your kids. It, you have these kids. Tony's going to come. He's going to come and he's going to make them register. He's going to be after them. It's not good. And then in the meantime, it looks like Benji's dead. So that's going to be another thing of like, you know, I had to come and deal with this Tony Stark nonsense because you're a jerk. And while you were doing that, my kids were getting killed. One of my kids is dead. So I do think that that's not even the real Tony Stark as it wraps all around. Yeah, yeah. It's It's a hologram. hologram. It's a hologram because they take him and he kind of just disappears there uh, because you have you have Spider-Man who's who's mad with the popped up collar and, and tries to poke 
Tony's chest and it just goes right through. And yeah, he does kind of teleport away and it ends with them pretty much going off the, you know, the cap team and Spider-Man, you know, looking back and going in with them. So he hasn't found out what's gone on. He, you know, even says, Hey, I have to let you know, full disclosure, there's an energy vampire chasing me. Uh, I just want to let you know. But in fact, the energy vampire seems to be taken care of, but Benji seems to be dead. So that's going to be a big deal. Uh, I have a feeling that that may even end up having something happen to MJ. I mean, she looks like she is upset and uh, rightfully she would be, but I I think that maybe she might be uh, short for this world as well as we go to the 2010s. Um, Yeah. So you're there. I like it. It flows well. Uh, I like the callbacks. I like to see the different, it's just not as fun as it has been. It's one of those. Now it's become a darker book because they're older. There's, you know, the fight going on and the fight with death and things like that, because as they leave, it does look like what we think is Captain Marvel. She's dead. She's laying there in rubble. She, she looks dead. So there's a lot of stuff going on here. And uh, it's just, it's starting to get darker than I, I realized it was going to get to this. It's just, it's a shame because I was really having fun at the beginning. Uh, because of that, I don't know what you gave it on the site, but I'm going to go a 6-8. Uh, it is definitely the lowest I th- thought of this. But it's also, that's a personal score because we're dealing with stuff that's not my wheelhouse at all. And so yeah. I'm not getting that all, you know, this ends up being almost like the, grow old what if book like what if tony got old and did this what if you know spider-man so when with those what if books they only work they only the gag works only if you know the original story and i'm not that familiar so the changes and the little subtle differences that you probably are getting i am not so i I realize that that's all on me but yeah i'm gonna go six eight what are you gonna give it yeah, I think I gave it a seven five or a seven three when I was reviewing it on the site. So I'm, I mean, I'm going to stick to that. I, I yeah. also thought this was uh, n- not necessarily a bad issue, but the one that I enjoyed the least so far in the series. And yeah, I, I don't know. It's not necessarily because they're old. I just think some of the ideas that that they're running with here, you know, um, the current beef between Cap and and Iron Man. I understand it's the Civil War reference and all that, but. I would have liked to see why they're still, you know, necessarily at odds. Were they ever really yeah. kind of on the same page after the Vietnam? Some of the ideas just aren't real flushed out because we get so many callbacks to old things. And I think he's struggling to find the balance between flushing everything out and together but with the page count he's kind of given. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's still it's still a book I enjoy and I look yeah, forward to when it comes out. Books. And I like reviewing. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how it all wraps up. I do think it's been a little more, you know, darker than than I uh, Spider-Man story needs to be. I understand the whole Parker Luck angle and and all that, but I think he can still be a fun character. And and when somebody finds that balance, it, it, Spider-Man's a lot fun. Yeah, funner I guess to that read. he's going that with the whole deal of currently? when you get older, it's just not that fun. I mean, I, I've yeah. learned that myself. Well, I can agree with him. Yeah, there. I think yeah, that that's the whole deal <laughs> is what he's going with. But we're going to yeah. go off now to the next section of mail. Crew. Oh, 
Cause we're about to start You'll be the star of the show Come on, Brandon, let's go Ah, yes, it's time for mail section number dos. And we're going to start with Johnny Fresno, who inspired a line from that song. And Johnny Fresno does start (laughs) with a song. He starts with the classic Luck Be the Lady Tonight. And uh, I I would like to think that I was going to sing this. I I had plans on singing it for you, Brandon, (laughs) but I I think I'm going to just pass on that. I I will do the Luck Be the Lady Tonight, there you go. It's always the the lady was a shoe. You know, some things like that, some classics (laughs) that that everybody loves. Uh, But yeah, he has luck be a lady. Uh, And he said it would have been great if that song were playing in the casino scene in Loki number one. And I I, want to tell you, luck be a lady tonight. There you go. I enjoyed your take on this mag. It was funny how you start out meh on the issue, but it warmed up to it. Uh, you warmed up to it as it went along. And I mentioned that before. That's what Johnny had said. And I do like that yeah. myself when things happen because I like to like things. I like Mr. Kibblesmith, and he's getting to know the character and is trying new things. I hope Marvel gives him time to settle in. These villain mags don't usually live to see a second summer. Uh, was this one of those I that was just a play into uh, many anyway? Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. I thought it was just a five six issue teal. So Daredevil number eight was another example of an author trying new things. However, as your review points out, it did not work out so well. I don't know. Double A Ron, he he seemed to yeah, like, you I know, know blow everyone a gasket. telling us we were wrong after that review. I, and I it was, was weird. Like, did I was they telling the same I, yeah. issue we did, or? and it was weird. I was telling Double A Ron, I'm like, you know, I don't like that. It went on a little long with me and him arguing about it, but. I just I think it was one of those issues where he's not going to really be able to explain to me why I should like it. I can't explain to him why he shouldn't like it. It just didn't play well with me and seemed to really drag and really got down to the idea of I like justice. I hate justice. You got your peanut butter in my chocolate. I hate peanut butter. It makes me gag. Oh, yeah. Mashed potatoes (laughs) make me gag. That's very bizarre. Did, you, did I ever tell you that Both mashed potatoes make me gag? Jerks. Yes, mashed potatoes I love. <laughs> no, they make I me love gag. Them. Yeah, I love them too. I'm half they just Irish. Make me that gag. would be sacrilegious yeah, if I really. didn't like them. Mr. Zadarsky is doing good things at Marvel, while I think he is just trying to do too much in this issue. The art didn't help. Great art papers over plot holes, and bad art exposes every weakness in the script. And yeah, that's the thing. The art was a little down as well. Sorry, I've been a bit silent lately. I was worried about Johnny. I was worried about Dino, too. We haven't heard from you know those two uh, in general. I was on a business trip that involved late-night strategy sessions with the local staff and a whole lot of drinks. We have baby Fresno's baptism. Actually, that doesn't sound terrible. No, yeah. (laughs) And family visiting. I'm managing to keep up with my reading, but I'm not listening to as many podcasts i always look forward to the marvel weird science podcasts especially the patreon episodes please keep up the good work i just thought of something you, Do drive-bys work when targets are above the ground floor i brought this up to double no. iron no yeah. it, they didn't really well, spell out drive through i or drive by i did but it does seem like the person was running by and you know what was he scaling a even building? then i don't think that works either 
Yeah, and Daredevil number eight. That guy didn't look like he had superpowers or anything. Yeah, really. Daredevil number eight states uh, at least twice, he couldn't stop bullets, that the Liebers family (laughs) home is above the bookstore. I'm not a gangbanger, but it seems doing a drive-by on an upper floor apartment involves many complications. Further evidence that Daredevil number eight was an early draft and not entirely ready for print. I hold the editor responsible. And that is Johnny Fresno. He agrees with us. I know that Aaron's probably listening. He's, you know, I'm telling you, Aaron just like those jerks yeah, yeah i just thought it was a little down paulie oh, p's oh, next what's this aaron's trying to interrupt on the on the call right now to argue with everybody yeah i don't <laughs> think he's doing that paulie p is here paulie p says hello gentlemen and brandon joe where, where's my nope. <laughs> just wait wanting to drop you a line on Ding. the side of the podcast i'm really glad to be part of the review crew at marvel the past few weeks it's really nice to be able to jump back on marvel again i grew up reading mostly marvel i mean i've re- been reading comics most of my life and i've switched from dc to marvel and back a few times with what i read the most of i'm really enjoying yeah. anything I'm, I'm with i used to get so mad at my brother when we were a kid and my mom would bring us to the store and he would get the dc books he would yeah. tend to gra- gravitate towards you know the batman nightfall stuff yeah, which yeah. was going on at that time and i would be all about whatever had wolverine on the cover yeah, and yeah. spider-man and says I'm I, real, it would I'm, blow my mind he liked dc i'm like i don't understand i can't i can't yeah, really now i kind of like both the only thing anyway. that he's reading now on dc is aquaman and batman that's all. And I'm not super invested in Aquaman as a character. And while I've enjoyed Tom King's Batman run, it's gotten stale in time for a change, which is coming up. Anyway, I'm Certainly. glad War of the Realms is over so I can start reading a few more Marvel titles. Up to now, I've been reading titles that didn't cross over. Lots more to check out now. I've been enjoying Daredevil. I was honestly shocked that Chip Zdarsky could write a serious title so well. Maybe I unfairly pigeonholed him as a goofy writer. That's what Brandon did. I don't know, yeah. but the new Daredevil run Certainly is very did. interesting. Invaders is better speaking of chip how good is invaders it reads so fast but it's the first book i read the week it is out same here also have been enjoying friendly neighborhood spider-man and reviewing it on the site i like that as well i haven't read the last issue because we didn't talk about it on i gotta the, catch uh, up on that i think yeah, i'm I do too, too behind i i got a few books i gotta catch it's up funny on because one of my on things tomorrow. were we're going to end with Superior Spider-Man. And one of my things that I'm going to mention, or I'll mention it now, is it did feel a little more like the Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man book with the feels that were going on. So I liked it. I got so tired with the fate of the multiverse that stake stories. And I like to see Spidey take on things like homelessness. Cosmic Ghost Rider is just fun, period. He's catching up. So, And that was great. I mean, we love that yeah. so much. That actually was pretty much the first book that I could be like, hey, everybody, you should read this. And I could be confident that i knew what i was talking about just because i had so yeah, much yeah. fun people wouldn't come back and say oh shut up grandpa you yeah know? yeah no <laughs> basically they would sh- you know show up also <laughs> with what do you know you've read three books but you know that yeah. one was really good cap i've also liked it's not my ideal cap and i'd like to forget secret empire even happened but now that coats is starting to move on from that it's somewhat where i like where it's going yeah, I, I reviewed Loki on the site. And while I've never been a Thor guy, it was a good start to a new status quo. I'm in for the arc at least. And like we said, I, I do believe it's a mini, but we'll see. Maybe we're off. Maybe it isn't. Uh, I haven't really been digging Immortal Hulk. It's well done. It's just not for me. I talked about this when we talked about it, you know, on the weekday edition where I do see this happening. Polly P's not the only yeah. one who said this to me. I, I mean, and I go I'm back and forth on too. it a lot. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I, I admit I can tell the quality of it. It's just kind of not for me sometimes. I've never really liked the Cosmic Space titles ex- except Cosmic Ghost Rider that he likes now. And I don't like Nick Spencer's writing. So I haven't read much. Amazing. I'm going to start Avengers Man, again now me, that we're in the round. P- yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Who's the, this is Dino or this is... Um, this is Polly P. Polly. Uh, we need Are to go drunk? get a drink next time he comes yeah. to America. Yeah, I think no, that you've I, had. I, I, I think you've been having emails. a drink. You said it at I, the I beginning, actually, and then I totally forget. I, I think you have a new drinking game. It's called "As Jim Reads, I Drink." It, it's quite the game, <laughs> and, and the thing is, you're winning. That's the that's the worst part of it. <laughs> and, you, and you win a new. Lose. You win one more drink is what you win. Uh, yeah, yeah, so he, he's right on board with that. Uh, I ended up. I was in a message board. And they, it was more of a, you know, overall comics type of deal. And people were talking yeah. about Spider-Man and people were like, oh, man, you know, this. I, and it was weird. They were talking Dan Slott is what they were talking. They're like, oh, man, Dan mm-hmm. Slott, that, that stunk. That was the worst run ever. I hated it. So I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I haven't really read much of it. But, you know, I, I have some people that have told me that they like it enough. And then I said, yeah. Some people, though, are saying now, like, boy, I wish I had that back because they hate this Nick Spencer run. I got attacked. I got attacked. And it it, it did end up being something that was talked about this week in the Slack chat uh, was the idea that the one guy basically said to me, you're you're full of poop. And, and, you know, he used, uh, you know, other terms. You're full of poop because... Lingering on Reddit here? Well, it ends up saying, you're full of poop because one of the podcasts I listen to, a big Spider-Man podcast, they love every bit of Nick Spencer and say that he's great. And I had like three people tell me that that said podcast has been uh, unsubscribed to this week because they keep going (laughs) on and on about how Nick Spencer's great. So it made me laugh, but I I don't don't know. Yeah, anyway, guys. Different I'll strokes catch you for around. different folks, as my grandpa yeah, used really. to say, right? Yes, he did. He, and then he said, Hey, Arnold, what you talking about, Willis? Is what he said. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'll catch you around. Good day from Down Under. Remember, Polly P flip is side. from the Down Under. He's from yes. the flip side the of Australia. Go backwards down and there, and right? also that it's make believe. There's no such thing as Australia. Yeah. And my proof is I've never been there. And really, everything in Australia that I see looks like a prehistoric monster. And yes, I am talking about Pauly P. Well, it is trying oh to my. kill you. <laughs> yeah, they are. But yeah, we're going to go to the last book. And the last book I kind of mentioned uh, in that little segment of Mail, it is Superior Spider-Man number nine. And this is a book that is a book that we're championing. We're, we're telling everybody to jump certainly. on. I don't know if we have pull or this anything like my that. My Spider-Man book, not, but not yeah, Reddit, certainly Yeah, not. really. It's really good. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's really good and written by Christos Gage, art by Mike Hawthorne, Wade Von Grau, Badger, Jordy Belair, and VCs Clayton Cowles. In a short time, the Spear of Spider-Man has proven to be a singularly effective protector of San Francisco. And with the oversight of his Horizon University colleague, Anna Maria Marconi, who believes Otto is working to leave his supervillain past behind. He's also improved his so-called people skills. And uh, the thing is, I like that it's like he's kind of, yet yeah, she believes. Yes. I-, I believe, too. He's progressed from a disastrous date with another co-worker, Emma, in which he overshared his entire history to multiple successful team-ups with lesser, albeit more famous heroes. Surely his acceptance into the pantheon of the world's greatest champions is inevitable. And really, if you are the superior <laughs> Spider-Man, number one, Otto does not need anybody to come to him and say, hey, you're accepted, because he thinks he's yeah. above and beyond all of them. Oh, yeah, but he, he doesn't need the good job pat on the back. No, he knows but already. if you're going to get that, 
it's the Spider-Man one that he's going to get. And that's what happens in this issue. And it's a really good issue because it starts off with him getting the key to San Francisco because of what he did yeah. in War of the Realms and all the other things. He has saved San Francisco yeah, over and over this again. This a cumulative award here for yeah. the many times he's, he's so done So they give him the key and he makes up almost like the fake call. Oh, my there's a disaster. I got to go. And he zips away. And this is something that Anna is not so pleased with. And she, you know, he goes back to Horizon University. He, you know, is talking to her and she's like, why would you do that? And and he's playing it off here. And it's well done because he plays it off fully of like, I don't need these people to pat me on the back. I don't need yeah. this nonsense. The lady, the mayor, she was going to go on forever. They probably would have had bean dip. I don't like bean dip. The chicken was cold. <laughs> Everything going on with this. That's not the reason. And, and it's well played out where it is the reason in your mind for the whole issue until he actually reveals again. It's Emma who seems to be this like lightning His rod lightning for him rod, to open yeah. up. He can open yeah, up to her. I said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because when she's around, he starts to open up. Now at this point though, he's really pulling back from everyone. And even Anna's like, don't even bother with him today. He's quite the handle, you know, quite the, <laughs> the bit going on now. And he's, he's she, in one of his moods. He's in a mood. And she, she's like, listen, I want to apologize. You know, that date went bad and I flipped out. And really though, you've been saving everyone. I, I want to get to know you. You know, I want to get to know everything about you. Like we were trying to, and she's real nice. You think, and Otto's like, no, no, I don't think that, you know, that ship sailed baby. And he's yeah, very technical idea. about it where he's like, you know, that's not a good idea. I wish to be undisturbed by any more foolishness. And he goes off. So you're, you're thinking, I don't, at this point, I, you're not making me think that he's full out auto and he's not going to be superior Spider-Man. You know what I mean? It's that right. now he's auto. Like he has realized in my mind that he's done all this work and he's like, all right, back to my research, back to this. And, and again, by the end, that's not the case because he's there. He's going to go off. He wants to be undisturbed. In the meantime, we get what is my favorite, you know, villain ever, Turner <laughs> Decentury, who he is an old timey. Yeah, he's an old timey villain who's there to take yeah. care of all the Even hipsters of San Francisco. With, with, oh, he's on a double this, bike. Like a lady with a mannequin face. Or yeah, I don't it's know just what's a mannequin. Here. He just has the mannequin there. It, it, it okay. completes I his bicycle. Every yeah, you know the song "Bicycle Made for Two? That's all he's doing. It's the bicycle made for no, two deal. Don't know and it song. even flies, <laughs> you know, so he's there. He's kind of getting rid of the hipsters. You, you end up having auto show up. Superior Spider-Man shows up and he's like, well, what are you doing? Like, you're ridiculous. And he's even like, as he's doing it, he's using wrong terminology. He's getting things yep. wrong where auto's a genius. He knows this stuff. And this is like, I'm telling you, the oh, there, 1800s. That mannequin's head at him eventually. Yeah. The yeah. 1800s are like, that's, that's auto speed. Like, this is the stuff that he probably enjoys thinking about and reading about. Yeah. yeah so this guy's there and he's you're like, why are you here? Any of this fake no. authenticity. And he's like, why are you here? You're, you're trying to get rid of the hipsters when they're trying to look like you and all this. Well, he ends up getting, he throws the head of the mannequin, which is a bomb that ends up, uh, you know, Otto has to cover it up in web so that when it explodes, he's getting it. But now he has the time horn, which is almost like a combo of old <laughs> so time radio slash you know uh, camera slash record record player player. it's like a bunch of things and it's the best because 
this is a reverse deal. And I'd like to talk to Christos Gage because this is actually a reverse gag or even the gag that you end up having on a lot of shows. You had it on 30 Rock where they ended up pretending to Jenna, one of the characters, uh, hey, we have this whistle that can only be heard by people under 30. Well, Jenna was over 30, but pretending that she she didn't want anybody to know her age. So they would pretend to blow the whistle and she'd be like, ah, it's killing my ears. There was no whistle. So it's funny here where it's going on and he's doing this thing that he thinks that Spider-Man's this young hipster kid. It's not. It's auto. Even yeah, if he is really old, he still can go with this. It doesn't really affect Married him as much. Married Aunt May at one point for Christ's Yeah, sakes. and he's, he's mad. This guy's mad. And he's like, and I, I love the dialogue too. He's like, and take your avocado toast flavored duck face narcissism with you. He's yelling to these hipsters as they run away. It doesn't affect Otto, who then punches him right in the face, crushes this, and then just takes care of him. But as he's about to level him, I mean, really, really level him, something blocks him off. And I love the dialogue because it's Peter. Peter comes, Spider-Man comes, and stops him with a web. And you have Otto, which is classic. And again, this whole idea of this probably on his way back from Asia after War of the Realms ended. In this whole 1800s thing of old versus young and all that, it plays out really well here, too, because Peter shows up, and there's, you know, good old Otto. I warn you, if you are here to vex me, and you have, whoa, 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 I'm not <laughs> vexing nobody here. You know, you have Peter like, I'm not here to vex anybody. Uh, but he like he's like, I'm going to take care of this guy. And he recognizes, you know, that this Turner the Century is an older villain and ended up with, yeah, from ridiculous. Marvel Team Up 120. And he even says, how did you get here? You were dead. And he's like, eh, I made a deal with Dormammu. He wants me to cleanse the world of hipsters. It's just goofy. And I love it because the guy keeps talking and Peter does the classic with the webbing to the the mouth. But he wants to talk to Otto. And, you know, they're they're talking about the different things that went on, you know, the whole thing of the War of the Realms and things like that. But in the meantime, Otto doesn't want Peter spying on him. He's like, I don't need you, you know, following me around to see what I'm doing. I'm superior. I'm way better. It's even funnier. (laughs) Earlier, when they did have the big presentation for the key of the city, they're like, here he is, San Francisco Spider-Man. He's like, that's superior. He always has to correct me. Yeah, I know. Uh, Yeah, so he ends up, you know, they're talking about things. and, And this is the thing about this. I love the way this is played out because Peter wants to help out. He realizes, and in the in the deal, Anna's got a hold of him. And that's why he's there. Anna called. And he says, listen, Otto, you're way smarter than me. You're older than me. You know, life experience, you have that. But I've been Spider-Man a lot longer than you. Like, Spider-Man's my thing. And I think that what you need to do is after saving all these people, after doing all this stuff, you kind of do need a, a you know, it's, there's going to be a letdown. You're, you're not going to know what to do. You're going to have to fight through that. And you end up where, you know, Otto just keeps yelling at him, keeps, you know, oh, I don't need to hear your talk or whatever. But yeah, something's off. And then finally, Peter, and, and a really good moment that works out because Peter's big on the small talk. He likes to yip and yap. Yeah. Otto's already spelled out that's That's what he hates. And that's what Otto hates. Peter finally gets through the BS and says, you know what? Screw this. I'm not even going to, you know, I'm not going to give you the great, you know, responsibility talk and all that stuff. What's wrong? What's wrong with you? You know, what's going on? And the best here is that Otto almost tells him. He almost says it. And then he sort of backs away 
And then he goes with it too, where he says, yeah, you know, the war of the realms happened. That was, you know, and I did save a lot of people. I didn't save everyone. And this is where Peter yeah. starts to try to say. He's not even mad about San Francisco. He's mad about the other areas. Yeah, he other places. Because there were, really. yeah. and he knows exactly how many people died. He knows exactly why. And this is the thing where Peter seems to want to tell him, this is part of the job and you can't save, you know, it's the classic. You can't save everyone. That's not good enough for auto. And what yeah. really turns it around. Like, and, and that's really, your motto. That's yeah. Not and, me. and the thing is, he says then, how dare they give me a key to the city? Like they were going to give me a key to the city. This is, goes on as it goes on because then he talks to Emma as well. Because at one point, you know, he's really upset. Peter just has to go. And he's like, you know what? You got to give yourself a break here, Otto. You can't save everyone. You're doing that. And, and a really good line as well where Peter says, listen, this what you're feeling now you're you know i've been doing this longer and i'll read what he says i mean from the good guy side of things and there's one thing i can tell you for sure the way you feel right now the way that he's saying that i couldn't save everyone and it's killing me he says that means you're doing it right that means you're a hero that's pretty much stamp of approval that i thought obviously Otto has said he doesn't need but when peter leaves he gets upset and he starts crying And this is where you have a character that now we've had for nine issues that we love, but we love him because he's a pompous jerk. And you've had him (laughs) for more because he was Spider-Man. And and so he was even uh, like exasperated, exasperated his characteristics now times 10 when he was uh, superior Spider-Man the first time. Yeah. So this is a guy that not only is always in control, but he's like in control better than anybody's ever been in control. Nothing seems to bother him. He doesn't have emotions. He seems to work well with that concept of not any emotions. Peter goes off, says, you're doing the job right if this is how you feel. Otto just sits there. He punches the wall, just crumples the wall, and then starts crying. And I'm telling you, just right there, I'm like, holy crap, this is a guy, this isn't a guy who cries. And that's where Emma comes up and says, hey, I thought you were up here. And she's like, hey, you know, and he starts with, I made myself clear, I want to be alone. And then she's like, "I, I know you did say that. And he's like, well, what's the point of you being here? And again, now he starts crying and says, get away from me. I, you know, I need to do this. I, I, you know, what do you think? I'm weak. Do you think I need help? And she just goes, no, I think you need a hug. And you know what? You do. You, you need help. You're like us. You're yeah. not just You're a, like nonstop saving just people. You need to relax. And tears. And- yeah, he collapses in tears. And again, he is upset in a way that's so different than what his if this would be issue two the reason he'd be upset at those people dying was because then he wasn't getting accolades for saving them or he would have thought that it was their fault they didn't get saved and but why are you messing up my perfect record by doing crazy things and going away this is pretty much the next big big turn of auto becoming a hero and i'm saying it right now number one people please buy this book because if it gets canceled canceled it we're just going to end up so having mad. auto down the line going back to his normal self and you, you know that if the book gets canceled what will happen is something bad will happen that'll make auto think that everything he's done in this book is is for naught and just i might as well go back to being a bad guy again i can't deal with that i really can't this book I is know, so I don't good either. 
Yeah, I don't want it to go back so to good. being that either. And Otto himself is so good. And Christos Gage is great at writing. So, yeah, he goes and has that date with Emma. And, you know, they're sitting there and, and having a regular date, you know, talking about things. And, and remember, the reason why he ended up wanting to go on a date with Emma in the meantime, at the beginning, was because she was smart. She She's yeah. a smart, you know, lady. And this more, isn't you know, somebody... he looks like a 25-year-old guy now. But he's but older. He, you know, yeah. He, at heart, yeah, he's he's got that old and soul. And she is older. And, yeah, so... Yeah, the the whole deal about this is is they're talking about being Spider Man and things in general and you know all that stuff because y- you have Auto where this is a crucial point if if Emma's not there if Spidey doesn't show up you're getting the idea that Auto does not like to have doubt he doesn't like to yeah. think of himself as being not superior he doesn't want to ask for help he does so this is at a point where he could have quit. He could have gone off and just said, you know what? I'd rather play it safe. I'm going to do the auto thing and play it safe. I'm going to just go back to my research. Screw the Spider-Man thing because the Spider-Man thing is me putting it out there. And it, it really is something that I don't know everything about. And it's it's not in his safe area. You know what I mean? So he's doing it, though. And these people are helping. And one of the big ones is Emma. And then they kiss at the end as you see a spider. And I'm like, when I first saw yeah. it, I'm like, it better not be a centipede. I'll kill somebody. It was no. a spider. Spider, and you go Spiders off, Man, and it's Spiders <laughs> Man and the other uh, Norman Osborn there uh, mm. with the you know the all the arms and stuff from Spider Geddon. So yeah, where I I don't know that I love this cliffhanger. I don't know if I love this direction. We'll see. I think that it'll be fun anyway. I, I, I actually think it's this is going to spice the book up a little bit. Like I've enjoyed. Uh, the emotional moments of Otto and seeing him develop into the character he he currently is, and but and, you need you know, some big threat I, for him. Is that what you? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'd like to see kind of a, a villain with a little oomph behind it. And I think these yeah, two I, kind of provide just, him a challenge. Yeah, I just didn't like Spider Gwen that much. But the the best thing of this is, yeah, this is I know the both those characters. Norman Osborn yeah, I know and, both yeah. the characters. So I'm like, all right, you know, some of this other writer, you know, reading is paying off. I, I don't know what this is. Yeah. Reading is fundamental. Is what I said at the end <laughs> because I know these yeah. characters now, well, and it, see, it's this taken is, this long. But what's that? This to me is more of the benefit of Marvel at the moment. Like you know, DC always has to come out and say, "Oh, we're working on this cohesiveness and stuff." But when when you see this and uh, you know the connection to the books you read wasn't that long ago, yeah. and it, it, you know it, even if they're not the best books ever, it, it still kind of makes the reading then worth it when they pop back up later and you know everything about them and yeah, all that. Even, so I, even I like, in a I like kind of an elsewhere. That's kind yeah, of even, still what I read things for. Even in the life story deal, Marloon and that stuff, I understood what that was too. And I think that yeah. now, uh, you know, it's been over a year that we've been reading every book or almost every book each week and talking about most of them, reviewing stuff. I'm actually kind of, you know, getting some footing. And it, it did take me a while. At first I was just going pretty much the exact issue there. I had to read it, talk about about what I see on the deal. But yeah, now I'm, starting, I'm getting to the deal though of when we started the, mar- that was the big thing. We started our DC podcast. We started it two years after we started reviewing every book on the site. We really took our yeah. time so that when we did start the podcast, we knew everything that was going on at that point. And 
ended up reviewing. That's why that podcast was so long. At one point, I think the most books we talked about in one episode was 22. One it's week like we tw- talked about. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, crazy. Yeah. I was going to say, crazy. I remember the days of like 14 and 15 yeah. regularly. Oh, yeah. And- we would have, you know, five, you know, or four sections of four books. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Then we'd also have about 700 males, things like that. But hey, that's it, not it's here Because I never remember DC's book count being all that high. But, yeah, it hey, was yeah, I high. Guess it was. And the new 52, you know, that middle of the new 52, it was pretty high. Uh, and I felt like I should have been high at points. And I, I don't do drugs, <laughs> but I, at points I felt like it. But yeah, so I, I'm, I'm enjoying them. now that I'm actually seeing the uh, fruits of the labor of reading it, where when you're reading stuff and things pop up, now I'm not like, who's this crazy spiders man's? I know who yeah. it is, so I'm ready to go. Yeah. But yeah, I know that you were a little uh, down on your score on this on the site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am going to be gonna the Mister Positive. Bump. Yeah, I'm going to uh, give you're going to go up bump, to seven. Not crazy. Right? Is that what you're going no, no, up to? I think seven? I gave it a seven eight. I'm going to give oh, it really? a, a round eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going eight five. I, I don't know. I liked did I really it. give it? A, I, I don't think yeah, I, I gave you it a six eight. I gave it a seven eight. No, 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 no. I thought you were way down. I just I'm. I enjoy those uh, feeling moments that we get in each issue, but you know, we, I think we've had it a little too much lately and I just want to see him t- tackle a big threat and not really, he's done a lot of these jokey threats lately and I'm kind of ready for a mix. up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going a five. I like the emotions. I like the feels. I had a really good time. I love auto. He's one of my favorite characters now, but it auto superior Spider-Man. So you better keep yeah. it there. Yeah. yeah. The, People the better buy it. Do, he doesn't do a lot for me really as the classic, you know, yeah. six arm doc Ock, but you know, I, I do. I, I really grabbed onto him as, as superior Spider-Man. That was kind of when I was getting hardcore back into things. So it timed up well for me. And, you know, I, yeah. I read all the back stuff up to that. Yeah. And, well, you know, as I was getting back in it. So it really hooked me. And I've liked to see his growth from, from, yep. yeah. you know, I, I just started. like him. I like his pompousness. I, I love that yeah. he just, the you dire know, cast. I'm uh, going to start he's, saying he's that so at work and get a lot of crazy yeah. looks. Yeah. Everybody will look at you like, what the heck is he talking about? <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That's the podcast. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for mailing in everybody who did. And we saw that yeah. Polly P. Sorry, I don't and remember Brandon. your names three seconds Polly P. After and Brandon are brothers in arms now. <laughs> he, he is your yeah. brother from another Drinking side brothers. of the planet. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, everybody, well, what kind we're going to be back. Would, would you get down? in australia you can't make a bills vest obviously no no i don't know what you'd get you'd get rugby vest you'd get the googly seven australian (laughs) rules football i'd go with i used to watch that on espn when i first got it espn when espn first came out there was not much on there uh but yeah so australian rules football but hey that's it we're gonna go hey everybody uh go over to our patreon if you want to support us if you want to listen to more it's patreon.com slash weird science get a bunch of shows over there and if you're so inclined you can rate and review us on iTunes, wherever you can, where you listen to it. Maybe Barry, that Yell guy that says that me and other. Brandon talk over each other. I, I don't like to yeah. see that there. One star. One star, too. And really, there's a lot more to complain about. I actually <laughs> thought, like, here we go. I see one star. I'm like, he's going to start, you know, saying or he or she saying that they talk more about cereal than comics. Or That one guy has a jerk off voice. And I said, why are you talking uh, I'm about like to that? tear into some cinnamon uh, toast yeah. crunch when we get yeah, out of here. I, I actually had a bowl of life earlier just because we had it. It wasn't bad. I'm not a big life fan. It was more of me yeah. just being Once hungry. In a while. It gets soggy yeah. so quick. 
yeah, I, I eat it very quickly. But yeah, I, I'm right now. I think we have like we have really lame uh, raisin brand life. I do think that we have Reese's Puffs that I don't you like. Try that. I don't uh, really cotton like candy, uh, Captain. No, I haven't yet. gotten it yet. I have to get that. So I, I haven't actually. Uh, when I would usually buy the cereal, it's when I would pick up my son Ethan. He just walks home now. He doesn't want to be picked up. So I, I don't end up, we don't have to stop the podcast in the middle for me to pick him up anymore. Yeah. But also that's when I would buy the cereal. So, But that's it. We're not going to extend this anymore. I'm going to have to edit this and then go to bed. But thanks, everybody. And we'll talk to you in a couple of days.